Hey bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are your hosts, Kev and Lizzie, and we Whoa. have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. We sure do. Nice job, Lizzie. Elizabeth. I was gonna see. I <laughs> thought about it earlier today and I was like, I'm gonna test it out and see how I feel. I think it's good, Kevin Lizzie. Kevin Lizzie. The lizard. <laughs> the Elizabeth. Elizabeth. It felt strange for a second, but it's fine. Um Happy December 11th, IE. And I was just about to say, I'm getting so excited for our New York City trip. How do we feel? Slash, do you have your Broadway outfit ready? No, I still need to order it. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I was kind of like, do I really need to purchase something just for that that I'll never wear again? You don't think you'll wear it again? Like a green dress? I'm, I mean, maybe I'd wear it like for Christmas or something. When you were shopping over the weekend, did you like what if you went to a store and just pick something up Kev, there? I don't oh. do well in stores. <laughs> it's too over. I'm lucky. Like I barely got the things that I needed to get the other day. And like, yeah, luckily I was able to because my mom helped. <laughs> she grounds you. Yeah. In the shopping oh experience. My I could not shop without her. So I have been doing very well with online shopping. It's mm -hmm. like tis the season for buying gifts for other people but sneaking in a lot of gifts for myself as well, well you know here's the thing if you if something in your cart is for somebody else then you're buying christmas gifts if something for you happens to get mixed into the cart then you, there's nothing you can do about that it's coming anyway the shipment's going out you might as well get something for yourself oh yeah and most stuff is like on really good sale right now so like it would be bad not to get it you know like now's no, it's the time like, the entirety from Thanksgiving to Christmas is Cyber Monday anyway. So it's like yeah. you have to pick up those deals right now. Exactly. So. Well, yeah, what about like a Target clothing situation? Do you ever look at the clothes there? I actually was just in Target earlier. That was another one of my errands. Um, <laughs> and I did like briefly walk through the clothes, but nothing was really calling Speaking my name. Speaking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do. I will say we will have a day of possible shopping in New York City. So that could also be a thing that we keep our eye out for. True. But I don't want to leave it to that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Last and then yeah, up, day like, before. Something mm -hmm. that, I, that I regret. So yeah. I'd rather just scheme about it for now. <laughs> so are you getting a bunch of TikToks about how crowded everything is in New York City and how it takes people like 20 minutes to walk anywhere? Because of all yeah. the crowds around 30 Rock. <laughs> At least the day, like, we're there, like, weekdays. A Sunday, Monday. I mean, I'm yeah. sure people will, st I mean, that Sunday will probably be really crowded. But mm -hmm. maybe, like, Monday and Tuesday will be a little mm -hmm. bit better. Well, Monday's well, I'm thinking, I actually think that we should go the opposite direction and go to Chelsea Market. Because they have that gingerbread house community thing and all these little, like, lights and stuff over there and hopefully yeah. the main exodus of people will be around 30 rock so if we go the other way maybe it won't be as crazy crazy who knows i don't could know. just be I crazy everywhere crazy no matter what but yeah yeah i mean it was kind of crowded when we went to the sax lights last year too but like it not like once you got away from fifth avenue it wasn't that bad yeah once you're like on normal streets it's pretty much fine so mm -hmm. 
I mean, I'm kind of, I know we'll go see it. I'm like, you, you know, you can see the tree. Like it's the yeah. same. <laughs> right. Every it's, year. Every year it's the same. Yeah. We could literally use a picture we took last year or the yeah. year before. But yeah. like the sax thing is always different. So like mm-hmm. we have to. Oh, that one looks cool with Dior. Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. So we can just skirt in and out. Um, skirt, skirt, skirt. Skirt in and out and call it a day. Are we going to try and go see Mr. Adam Driver, your friend at SNL? He's probably going to be reprising his role again this week. No, who was the who's the um, guest this week? Billie Eilish probably is the musical guest, and somebody and Kate else. McKinnon. Oh, Kate McKinnon! Damn, that's yeah. going to be good. Kev, I'm never sleeping on the street again. <laughs> I think I've like given up because like <laughs> SNL's gotten so popular. Yeah. Um, like we're never gonna I don't know. I guess I'm just not being positive, but Well, but I don't think you're as into it anymore. Like you you were really into it when we slept on the street. I w- oh, it was so much better than I mean, I think yeah. it would be cool just because like it's such an iconic thing. Yeah. To be able to see it, but yeah, I'm not like dying to do it. Like if we were able to get it through the lottery, that would be I didn't even sign up this year, no. so. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's like some of the things they do crazy things like when Julia Stiles was there this week. Like, I would yeah. have loved to see her, but I don't really care about Olivia Rodrigo. Now, right. I don't harbor the same hatred that you do for Adam Driver, but you know, I don't think it would have been the worst. Honestly, thing ever. the main thing that did it for me was that show Girls and his character. Like, he's so gross. Oh, yeah. When that, he's Lena Dunham's boyfriend. Yep. That did mm-hmm. it for me. Um, I didn't even see what Olivia sang. Did she sing Vampire or something? She sang Vampire and All American Bitch. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Imagine yeah. having a song called All American Bitch. Like, okay. That's literally like what people call me when they see me on the street. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's that girl doing that All American Bitch, Lizzie? <laughs> Maybe, like, probably not even All American, just bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's Lizzie's version, the reprise. Lizzie's like, version. Bitch, yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to Pink Friday 2 at all? I, you know, did my usual skipperoo yeah. around the songs. Yeah. Nothing like, you know, I thought it was really going to maybe capture some of that old flair, but it uh-huh. definitely didn't. I'm pretty disappointed in it overall because also, what was she even trying to do with it? Like, is it rap? Is it pop? Like what? And the songs that are kind of good, it's just sampling other songs. Right. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, those are, that's what you said the other day. And those were the ones that I like heard. And I'm like, I could tolerate listening to right. this. Girls want to have fun. Like, yeah, sure. That's good. But like, yeah. that's not your song. Did, was sampling always like a thing? Like when we were growing up and stuff, did people like sample things and I just didn't know it? Or has it completely Probably. taken over the music industry? I think they sampled like older, like oldies. Yeah. And stuff, maybe. Yeah. It just feels like every song now has some melody that you've heard before. And it's like, why does yeah. every song have to be uh, sampling of something else? Never forget the Fergie song, Wind It Up, that samples, what? Hi, I'm here, was a lonely coat. <laughs> oh, I don't know that one. Oh, my God. It literally samples that song. <laughs> you need to listen to it. And, like, me be, like, at the time, like, 
I loved Fergie, and then right. also like and that's love sound of music. Like, that yeah. was my jam. Yeah. Oh my God. Your lay, your lay, your lay. Wind it up. Listen, <laughs> add a tier list. See, I'm thinking wind it up, Jennifer Lopez. Wind it up. That song, or is that Fergie? Wind that's it up. That's Fergie. Oh. Yeah. Wind it up. Uh, wow. Uh, did you watch your Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yet? Because I think maybe tonight might be the night for me. Oh, you, oh wait. No, it's not Fergie. I'm so sorry. It's Gwen <laughs> Stefani. <laughs> oh, we were both wrong. Fergie, J-Lo, Gwen Stefani. Wanted up that one. Yep. Wow. Um, and it samples Sound of Music. Good for you, Gwen yep. Stefani. Yep. That's the kind of person that if she came out with a new album, I would listen to that shit. I would. Gwen Stefani. Yep, definitely. She was always so good. I loved No Doubt. And then she yeah. had like her, I liked her solo album with like the, do you remember the Harajuku girls? Yes, of course. Yeah, that was a well, great Well, I album. went to Harajuku when we were in Japan. That's like a place in Tokyo. Was Gwen, and like, was Gwen there? She was, she performs on every street corner. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. She's, <laughs> what a hustler. Do they have a bunch of drag queens that dress up as Gwen Stefani? <laughs> on every street. With the Harajuku girls. Yeah. That's amazing. From the hood uh, to Japan, our Harajuku girls. What? I don't know. What? Doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That one, right? Sure. You know, uh, um, I was listening. I was trying to find music that I like to listen to that isn't Taylor Swift, and it's very uh, difficult these days. That's really all I listen. Like, usually, what I'll do if I'm in the in the mood to listen to music is I'll just like pick a Taylor song that I'm in the mood for and then mm -hmm. just like let it create something. Yeah. After just that, based actually, on the shuffle. Speaking of that, let's see what my day, my current oh, day yeah. list is. Let's compare is. our day lists. I also just want to give a shout out to the fact that um, you can listen to audiobooks on Spotify premium. Is that a new thing? Yeah, I think so, unless they like just started advertising it. Okay. Um, but you get like fifty. I think you get fifteen hours a month. Oh, wow. that's what that's a pretty hefty amount. Yeah, and you have like it's basically like every book that I want, like every new release, like good mm. book that's out there. Which audiobooks are very expensive. So, um, like I don't know. I think it's ridiculous to spend twenty bucks on an literally in like two days. Anyway, um, so my day list is slow pop soul crushing evening oh my god i.e why are you always soul crushing every single time you're well, soul I crushing. Listen to like it's saying out of the wood it's like all these songs that we like like nothing yeah. crazy i don't know mine is dreamy quiet monday afternoon that's sweet that's quiet nice. superstar dreamy. angelic cozy art deco solitude i don't know what qualifies as soul crushing like that's always the one i get <laughs> Well, mine's Soul about the transition to like musical because I've been listening to a lot of Wicked and a lot of Mean Girls, the musical in preparation for the next few weeks. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the musical theater world. Well, you know what's crazy is people are saying like the, all of the Mean Girls trailers, none of it has any music in it. Like they no. truly want people to go thinking it's just a movie. Well, and when they there's a lot of sounds songs on that soundtrack people are going to think it's so stupid. Like mm -hmm. it's not far enough later to make like a regular remake of mean girls. Right. Right. So yeah, I think it's, 
pretty i don't know why they decided to market it like that but yeah um i guess it's like they already knew the musical people would go so they're trying to get people who aren't musical people to go i guess i don't know but then i'd be i don't maybe it'll be like the new gen z mean girls right well they're saying the same thing about color purple that comes out on christmas i was gonna it? say the same thing i just mm-hmm. saw a trailer for that the other day and you doesn't would never look know. like a musical yeah but it's a musical no. as well yeah i don't know they need to stop putting down musical theater because it's no, the best thing ever truly and also we will spend the money for that industry like we are the target audience we have the disposable yeah. income for you like if it were just a regular remake i probably wouldn't go see it well, exactly. And even the Walmart commercial, I was like, this is so stupid. Like, I don't care yeah. about to see what Gretchen Wieners is up to now. Like, I'm good on that. Thanks. Yeah. And they're not even like in this movie. So what's the point? Well, I'm hoping for a cameo or two. Don't you, oh, think? you think? Like, We might get like a surprise. I feel like Lindsay has to like come out and, and do something. Don't you think? Well, if she's not like credited in it, but they do surprises like with all those superhero movies to keep that under wraps too. So oh, I'm sure okay. we'll know immediately right after. Okay. We watched um, a new movie, The Haunting in Venice. Have you heard of this? It's like the new haunting in whatever or like um, new like murder mystery situation. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Oh, and it's Tina- like a Agatha. It's like the Agatha yes. Christie book. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Tina probably- Fey like prominent in it, and she's good. Okay. Michelle Yeoh's in it. I think you would like it. What was that on? Oh, good question. Is I it on Hulu? That. Yeah. That's what it looks like from just a brief. Yeah. It was on something that was available, not Tubi or Streamy or whatever. Good old Kenneth Branagh. Is he Is he in it? Yeah, he's the main guy. Oh my God, that's him? Gilderoy Lockhart? Yep. You're kidding. Wow. Yeah. You, you know what else is getting a renaissance this Christmas season, I feel like, is the Emma Thompson scene where she cries in Love Actually. Like everybody's posting about that on TikTok and how oh. it's a universal, like sad moment when Emma when fucking Snape like cheats on Emma Thompson. I have not seen that, but I have kind of been in the mood to watch Love Actually. Oh, it's so good. Well, did you know that the Colin Firth and the Hugh Grant storylines were actually pitched as separate movies, and then they took oh, wow. those storylines and put them into the Love Actually whole and then they just cinematic made it universe. Like the most chaotic like holiday movie. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, Love Actually is so problematic. Like so many of the romances are like just not probably gonna fly in their 2023 society but it's so good nonetheless totally 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 have you watched i did watch a few movies okay lay lay them on me wolf of wall street Um, oh that was last week i think oh yeah i did watch wolf of wall street i actually didn't mind it i thought i was gonna have you never watched it before no i've never seen it oh it's chaotic but it's good three hours like i know um but it was actually pretty good i Um, saw that elizabeth banks almost got the spot of margot robbie in that movie but oh wow margot robbie was really good in it Mm -hmm. she's a great actress um watch that and then watch that like christmas switch movie on netflix with did you watch vanessa hudgens 
No, that must not be the name. It's with oh. Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy from The Hangover. Yeah. And um, the girl from Adam's Family. I, How was it? As we're watching it, I was like, oh, I think Kush and I watched this when I was there last <gasps> weekend. You I like, did? <laughs> yeah. Um, was that before or after? And I was cracked? like, I thought it was stupid. but the, And then, like, I told my mom, oh, I watched this and didn't really like. And then I ended up. It was cute. Like it was super yeah. cheesy and whatever. But um Was it, it was just fine. like Freaky Friday, but with the whole family being switched? Yeah, it was like the mom and the daughter switch and then the dad and the son and then the baby and the dog switch. Yeah, I saw weird. that. Yeah. Um, but it was it was like whole, you know, they need to like figure things out in each other's body or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and like they ha- oh, and it was also funny because the mom is like an architect or designer or whatever, mm-hmm. and like the big premise is like she had to do this big pitch. So I'm like, oh, oh my god, job. that's literally you. So then the daughter like had to do it. Did um, she figure out that like the pitch didn't mean anything and she shouldn't have spent all that time on work and stuff like that? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh oh, um, what's that supposed to say to you? I, I'm just telling <laughs> you, I'm checked out for the rest of the year. So. <laughs> well, um, the person who switches them is somebody famous, Rita Moreno, I think, in the carnival mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but um, and then so that was that one. We don't really need to get that into it. And then uh, we also watched this was what night was that Friday night? Um, with my mom, I watched that Leave the World Behind movie. Oh, you did with with um Julia Roberts. Yeah, did you watch it? No, how was it? I really liked it. I was a little there. It's a book. I mm. like had it in my in my tbr pile but i haven't read it oh tbr pile i probably won't read it now but um is it it about the world with no internet no so basically like so julia roberts and her family like they live in new york city and they decide to go away for the weekend so they like rent this really nice house on long island Mm -hmm. so they get there and then all of a sudden like there's like a media there's like a blackout like Mm. their phones don't work nothing works and then um then these people all of a sudden show up at their door and are like this is our house like there's a blackout like is it okay if we come back and like stay at our house Mm. and they're like we don't know who the fuck you are like this is against like the rental terms whatever so then they have to like figure it out and there's definitely some like weird like not sci-fi but like definitely not normal world things Mm -hmm. um so i like i ended up it seemed a little weird at the beginning it almost had some like white lotus vibes Mm. to it like almost how it like just the overall vibe of the movie like a lot of kind of like slow scenes where like nothing's really happening Mm. um is it kind of like the the class warfare too like how rich people would wouldn't know what to do without like yeah and like going away for the weekend and then they're all like you know they can't get back they're stuck yeah yeah so do they have an electric car is that why or something no they don't have an electric car but there's um there is this one scene where like all of these Teslas with like nobody in them, mm. they're like driving themselves and they like cause this huge pileup on the oh road. Oh my God. Cause they all of a sudden they're like, Oh, there's a car. Like maybe we can stop someone and get help. And then mm-hmm. it just keeps going and it's, there's nobody in it. 
oh. and it all just crashes into them. Um, was it scary? Not really. Okay. Like, like I, you would be fine watching it, I yeah. think. Um, just like a little like weird unsettling, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, How was Julia Roberts' like, performance? I thought she was pretty good. I think she's a really good actress. So mm -hmm. definitely. Um, yeah, it was definitely it was an interesting film. Wow, sure. cool. Yep. And then sorry, I'll just go through the rest of my watches and mm -hmm. then I can be done. I'm almost I'm literally in the series finale of Gilmore Girls. <gasps> you are not. Oh my gosh. End of an that. era. End of an era. Then I'm obviously gonna watch Year in the Life because yes, like, why not? Of course. Um, so done. How with long that. did this rewatch take you? Not that long. Uh oh. It was like October, <laughs> right? Yeah, like two months, I would yeah. say. I mean, that's better than it has been at some points. Well, it's become that kind of show where I like can't do anything if I'm not watching it. Um, <laughs> so that's because it's become like a big crutch in my life. Like you need it on in the background at all times. Yeah. Like if I'm doing, if I have to like put stuff away or like shower. <laughs> like, like at any, some point we're going to be recording and I'm just going to hear la la la. Yeah, any, <laughs> no, it's been just any time that where like my brain could wander or be unoccupied. Like I, it, it's definitely, it's a, it's a mental crutch, but I'm sure I'll find something else to replace it. Um, what kind of, I know that you had your realization earlier about how your team Jess, any other realizations during this rewatch? Um, I did honestly have like a slight revelation that maybe April isn't too bad. Oh, really? Cause you hate her. Yeah, I do hate her. It's not her fault. So just, no, it's more so just like the timing of when she shows mm -hmm. up on the show, which is like obviously exactly why they did it. Mm -hmm. But like, cause Luke and Lorelai were like in such a good place at right. that moment they had to drag it out. Mm -hmm. But that whole thing needed to happen because she needed to get Christopher fully out of her system because mm -hmm. he was always like a, what if, um, right. So now like, you know, that fully, she fully got him out of her, you know, line of sight. So mm -hmm. I think that was probably one of the big, yeah, I'm definitely just not like that whole, I mean, the seventh season is trash, but, um, Mm. that whole the one that's not written by amy sherman yeah it just could i like oh my god the money i would pay to see the real thing you know what mm -hmm. she, she would have done well i think she i heard somewhere that she was actually trying to get like a two season contract so it would have actually gone to season eight. Oh my god i know if i could go back in time oh ooh, if i could turn back i would time. Give CW my piece some peace of mind <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh i was gonna say about logan like just the fact that he like he proposes to her mm, at graduation at her, like, graduation party yeah. i don't know it just seemed he's they a both, love like, bomber yeah and they like don't know what they like rory is still up in the air about her job and then mm -hmm. he like gave her an ultimate like all or nothing with the engagement so i don't know i just did not like and we know he doesn't go away but mm -hmm. you know um anyway it's just such a good show i love it so much i love that now we know that travis kelsey looks like jackson wasn't that funny <laughs> <laughs> it was like exact have you seen uh, that tiktok that's impersonating sookie and it's just like oh jackson Ooh. yeah <laughs> that girl's voice was perfect oh jackson 
<laughs> the rutabagas. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then my latest development in TV shows is that um Lou and I started watching the morning show from the mm -hmm. beginning. Yeah. Last night. Um You've I did watch wa some of it, haven't you? I watched some of it and I I was trying to recall like why I stopped. And I yeah. think it was because like at that point it was coming out like weekly episodes and I mm -hmm. guess I just didn't have the patience <laughs> as always for it as yeah as always so um yeah I just like didn't really keep up with it um I so... think the first season is so amazing I think it does go off the rails a little bit it's still okay. good but like they do a whole thing about COVID and like yeah. it's just a little to like i wish they almost would make their own universe and but i see why they're doing they're trying to do commentaries on like things that happen like the sexual assault thing covid then yeah. they do like racism and like all this kind of stuff but just like i don't know it doesn't play off so well when they try and do real world like scenarios like they talk yeah, about like January it would be cool if they stuff. like showed like an alternate reality or exactly you know, like, exactly if we had a different president or you know right. like whatever but they're actually doing like the war in ukraine and like real things that uh, aren't settled okay. yet and it's just like eh, i don't know about that yeah also Re reese witherspoon is so good in that but she loses that country accent so fast like oh, she goes really? from west virginia to new york so quickly yeah miss new york mm -hmm. um i do think like jennifer aniston's really good in it she's fantastic and you know what yeah. she looks amazing she does look amazing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just like a fun, like, it's nice to know there's like a few seasons to watch. Like there mm -hmm. are many things like left. So mm -hmm. I thought that would be a good one to get sucked into. The episodes are really long. Yeah, like over an hour sometimes. Yeah. We um, did watch the first episode of Lessons in Chemistry yesterday. It's pretty good. Bree's amazing. Ms. Yeah, Room. I, I loved it. So yeah, you'll have to let me know. Did you read the book? I think we've talked about this. No, I didn't. Okay, is that in your TBR pile? Probably not. Oh, it's just like now I know what happens. Like I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, I do have a few. I've been reading a lot. Um, wow. So. You don't want to read this fourth wing wing book? Finally finished it over here. I do have it. What oh, it, you do? Yeah. Uh, I don't think in the realm of like young adult fiction mystery, like or like fantasy, mm -hmm. I I didn't love it so much yeah. it's an interesting it's an interesting kind of world they're building yeah um, the he the anti-hero if you will is just like so annoying but yeah um, it's 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 good yeah it's good it's pretty good to be honest i well i told you i was like trying to listen to the audiobook and was having a hard time with it and i like yeah. ordered the book um because maggie and i were talking about it one night and i like just or it like showed up on my doorstep <laughs> I was like, oh okay well i can so. see why if you were doing the audiobook why the words some of like the places and the names and the dragons and stuff like it's yeah. confusing at even least reading now it. like going in i'll know how to pronounce some of them that's true really weird, i don't but... know how to pronounce any of those names yeah or places yeah i don't and i also wasn't a big fan of like the person that narrates it like oh who was, was it like, I, just some random person yeah but yeah. i feel like every chapter like she would her voice would become like so excited about mm. something that didn't need to be and it was just yeah. like is this that cool important? That. like why are you getting so like bent out of shape lady like no 
So, yeah. It does feel it's very much at the end of the first. It's like definitely the divergent Hunger Games vibe where it's like, yeah, you know, we're going to be battling, you know, the system and stuff. So yeah. it's interesting. I have heard that the second book is not very good. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. That's like the I'm I have like a lot of book talk stuff come mm, up. Mm-hmm. Like I search that stuff a lot, but um yeah, people are apparently having like a hard time getting through it. Mm. So. Well, and she hasn't even started the third book yet. So it'll be a couple years before yeah. that's out. That's Remember when we used to live that with Harry Potter? Like oh the big wait, like, years in between. Years. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, I'm so sorry, but I have to, I feel like I have a lot of stories today. <laughs> oh, yes, please. But um yesterday it was like a really rainy day yesterday and we like didn't really know what to do so we somehow ended up at barnes and noble (laughs) and um, i feel like that's like a good rainy day activity we like went to lunch and then went to barnes and noble but um we were like wandering around there and i was like we both went off and did our own thing or whatever so i was looking at they have like a big harry potter section in the back Mm. so i was just like standing like i wasn't buying anything i was just standing standing staring at it it. (laughs) and this like older lady was next to me and she was like hi do you like know anything about harry potter and i was like oh "Oh, i know everything yeah she was so cute and she was like well my grandson has been reading the books and he really likes them and he told me he hasn't read the sixth or the seventh book but she didn't know what they were oh please so i like helped her find it was cute like i literally spent like 15 minutes with her oh my but gosh i know i was like such a helping hand like well I'm sure I what a good deed me. to the world good yeah dude. i know so i like helped her find um she like got him the sixth book and i'm like nice. there's so many different versions like you could get the paperback yeah. i'm like i don't know if they want to like complete what the they set. have and yeah she didn't know what he had so mm. whatever got him the hardback of Half-Blood Prince. And then um, she was like getting her grant. Apparently her granddaughter is also a Ravenclaw. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And then I helped her find like a few other things. So she was very nice. So and I made that's called karma. That was that is karma is a cat, to, literally. And I was just standing there so surprised that I looked approachable enough. Right. No. Well, she was up. probably blind, but other, yeah, I'm sure she, she was probably blind because I probably like had to come a up to... bitch face. Um, isn't it crazy that people are still reading those from like the beginning, like the longevity of it? Yeah, I know. Oh, and one other thing I, well, Lou was like, oh, do you like want anything in here for Christmas or whatever? Um, and he got me cause you kind of inspired me cause you have those paint by numbers. <gasps> yes. But I got a Hogwarts one. Oh, it's going to be so amazing. What a great activity. Yeah. Well, I thought that would be, I could also like bring it over to my parents or something. We could Mm -hmm. like work on it together. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's going to be really fun. I want to see what it's supposed to look like. It's like huge. It comes with like a. The frame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Same. I have like five of them. Yeah. Anyway. Wow, that's so that's so nice of you. Did you find your best friend? That's where Liz Lemon goes to find her best friend, Barnes and Noble. Maybe that's maybe it was maybe her. That I lady. Yeah. I'll have to go back and meet her at the Harry Potter section. Isn't it, it's wild that there's still a whole section for it too? Like that's crazy. Oh my gosh, they had like I w- they have like a whole like toy section in Harry oh. in 
Barnes Harry and Potter like, toy section or just toys in just general? Just like general toys. I was oh. like, oh my God, if they would have had this when I was a kid, I would have never left the store. Like it was insane. I'm surprised that the Barnes and Noble is still open. So good for them. I know. I'm glad that they are. Support um, small businesses, except for it's a big business. Well, it's like a big business. But <laughs> um, anyway, that was my little good deed. Wow. Everybody. How much bad karma do you think that outweighs? Like probably at least a year's worth. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, you know, it's gonna take a lot of work to totally get rid of it. <laughs> but we're Did, trying. Have you still been playing Hogwarts Legacy at all? Not really. I sort of got away from it a little yeah. bit. Um, Might be a holiday, like you know, slow that's winter gonna activity. Be a good, like dead of winter, like yeah february kind of thing Mm -hmm. i feel like well i've been completely enthralled with insecure i think i'm on season four or season five and it's just like our modern day sex in the city and so much before right no only only a couple episodes not all the way through oh my god i can't believe you haven't watched it this was like in the vacuum of when i was in peace corps like this broad city like those kind of shows that were in their heyday like 2016 2017 2018 like I think yeah. I just completely missed them and then didn't go back and watch them ever. And it's just yeah. so good. And like, so this is what I was saying on via text, like Issa will drop all of her friends in two seconds for a man. Like it's so Carrie Bradshaw. She's like a modern yeah. Carrie. And the fact that they're like kind of friends with the other two girls, but like not really like they do events together and stuff, but they're not like that. They're kind of just there. That's more that's more like accurate of real friendships in adulthood than like the city girls that like all get lunch together all the time. Like that doesn't really happen. Yeah. 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 Well, there's just like no time for it. It's just like not how that works, I guess. But I just Um, saw the finale where Lawrence is like, woman is pregnant and then molly gets dumped and i was just like these men fucking suck like they are just so awful like these poor women are just really going through it oh yeah um what was i gonna say yeah i can't believe you'd i think it was kush who watched it oh okay yeah because i think we used to talk about it it's so good Um, and i'm so excited to try prosecco with vodka in it it's gonna be amazing are you just like just Prosecco and vodka? Yeah, probably. I mean, she okay. in that in that video I watched, she adds like simple syrup, but it's like whatever. I don't need that. Yeah, you don't need to like sweeten it up. Just like Prosecco is of... a little sweet. Exactly, a cup of Prosecco, and I have these little airplane bottles of vodka. See, so, yeah, I might bring them to oh, New York perfect. City. Pour it up. I'm still like determined to have a martini and. Oh yeah, or multiple. Well, I don't know. We'll see if I can stomach it but (laughs) i'm gonna be like this is so gross what are you gonna have one and then be done yeah like even if i can get through i just remember it tasted so bad do you want gin or vodka probably vodka yeah definitely it's not it's not hard to get through i just need a lot of olive juice yes definitely dirty heavy on the dirt yeah yeah Anyway, all right. Any other watches for you, or do uh, we want to literally books? just that? I think I've just yeah. been enthralled. Yeah, yeah. It is so. That would be another good. It's been a minute since I watched it. So. Yeah, it's good and it's easy to get through. And you know, the job like they focus more on their like careers and stuff than they do in Sex and the City for sure. So yeah, that's, that part's interesting too. 
I need to decide. I do need to decide what I want my next like comfort show watch to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking about maybe doing another run of Parenthood. Oh, um, really? Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham's in it. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. I was also thinking Younger. Ooh, that's a good it one. It was really good at the beginning. Yeah. I and we had need to support Ms. Sutton Foster before she gets into Sweeney Todd. True. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to weigh my weigh my options, see what platforms they're on, see how inconvenient it's gonna be. Did do you like Broad City or did you ever try Broad City? I didn't love it. Okay. They're like a little too weird for me. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. I just like don't I can't like watch it constantly it's, you know it's not like realistic very much like they're too yeah. crazy the antics are a little too much but that makes it fun yeah and also like i don't know watching sh- like they're like young i'm like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not amused by that life like they're know? right out of college yeah 22 yeah. 23 like i i want to watch shows about people who are 40 <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what I'm in for. This is 40. Like. <laughs> okay. Well, let's flip on over to another area of entertainment. Um, I just flipped the switch. I did not even, this was not even on my radar that these nominations were coming out this week. Me so neither. So nice surprise today. Um, so the Golden Globe nominations came out today and Barbie and Oppenheimer lead the nominations. Not really a surprise. Now, are uh, the Golden Globes, these are the ones that, like, are a, an insight into what the Oscar nominees will be, probably, right? Or Yeah, this it's, like, a pretty good, you know, for the movie them. for the movie piece. Usually yeah. a lot of those, like, best picture. And mm-hmm. so this kind of gives you, like, if you want to get a head start on the movies. Um, oh, to watch them before that, the Oscars. Yep. And gotcha. also, well, I think Oscars do 10 now for best picture. Mm-hmm. Um so here we get six and six for drama and musical or comedy. So okay. yeah, so they might narrow down a little bit more um, for the Oscars. All right, let's but get it. The nominees. Let's hit it. Okay, so we're gonna start off strong with best motion picture drama. Um, right. We have Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer past lives and the zone of interest past lives yeah i'm gonna give past it the past, past, past lives, lives. It's the only one i've seen i don't I, even know what half of these are aside from oppenheimer that stupid maestro movie is going to be everywhere it's the one with bradley cooper and it's okay. like definite oscar bait the first one is the one with tom hanks i'm pretty sure what's it called again the anatomy of a fall yeah i'm pretty sure of a fall a woman is suspected of her husband's murder and their blind son faces a moral dilemma as the main witness. Um, nope. Never no, mind. French movie. Nope. That's not that one. <laughs> what? No, I mean, that's not what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, it's thriller crime. It could be interesting. Maybe. Yeah, it could be good. Um, 
And then, yeah, what is Killers of the Flower Moon? That's also going to be everywhere. That's the Leonardo DiCaprio one. It's oh. over three hours long. It's about, like, indigenous land and stuff and genocide. And, yeah, it's very dramatic Oscar-based. It's a Martin Scorsese film. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, that's something to... Oh, wasn't um, Wolf of Wall Street... Was that Martin Scorsese? Scorsese? Yeah, that was also a Scorsese. So oh. apparently him and Leo love each other. Yeah, definitely. He's just gotten so gross to me, like Leo. I, and like now that you know that he's like dating those little kids. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing watching Wolf of Wall Street. It's like he was like with all these young girls, like he had his wife, and then he was like with all those young secretaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pig. Okay, um, I was thinking of dream scenario with Nicolas Cage. Never mind. That's not that's not that what was nominated. <laughs> um, so Maestro, you said is with Bradley Cooper. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Oppenheimer. What is the zone of interest? Hmm, I don't know. Let's see. I'm not very interested, oh apparently. Really, the commandant of Auschwitz and his wife strive to build a dream life for their family in a house and a garden next to the camp. Okay. Are you kidding me? So it's like these rich people that live next to Auschwitz. Jesus fucking Christ. Past lives should win. It's actually an A24. Oh, God. I just saw some... I don't know if it was a real article. um, About A24 and HBO? Okay, then it is real. Cool. Yeah, that they're going to stream exclusively on Max. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's cool. Mm Mm-hmm um that's cool okay so let's move on to best motion picture musical or comedy we have air american fiction barbie the holdovers may december and poor things what may december is comedy (laughs) yeah like what the fuck Um, that's that's drama (laughs) yeah um well this is interesting that barbie and oppenheimer are in different categories and then they'll be in the same category for the oscars so we'll see what, what yeah happens. that's very true yeah um it should be barbie for sure there's the michael jordan one mm-hmm. viola davis that's probably actually good yeah i've heard good things about it What's i just Sorry, don't I'm really just, care like, i want to get a little context could have done some research before but why oh why not just do it right on why not just do it on air on air on air with ryan seacrest (laughs) um okay that look american fiction looks kind of dull the holdovers is supposed to be good that's like a bunch of kids that like have to stay over the holidays or something with a teacher people are saying it's good oh a curmudgeonly instructor mm-hmm. at a prep school. Interesting. Um, okay. And then, yeah. And then we know what May, December and poor things are. Sure. I do. mean, part of me is intrigued about poor things. Yeah. But I, I feel like good. it's going to be like a weird movie. You know? I don't know. What, I'm just like, I don't want to go out of my way to see it. Like, I'm sure it'll be good, but, like, I just don't really care too much to get out there and see it. Right. Um, I do feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe Emma Stone would have a chance at a Best mm-hmm. Actress for that. Definitely. Um, okay. And then, let's see. Best Motion Picture, 
non-English language. Um, I'm not sure we need to go through this category. No, the only reason I'm confused is like it says past lives. Oh, because of so much being in Korean? Maybe. Like maybe they translated it yeah into korean or something interesting um, yeah that's i was just confused like why i was in well i wonder the... if it's like the amount of the film that's in a foreign language because a lot of that was in korean with the sub yeah that's right? true maybe, it's maybe like a big 50 percent or something yeah yeah that's a good point um okay and then best mo- motion picture animated the Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the Super Mario Brothers, oh. Suzume, and mm. Wish. Oh, Wish. Love it. But I do. Super Mario Brothers should win. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers was good. Mm-hmm. That's on something now. I saw. Yeah, Netflix, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is a new category. Um, oh. Cinematic and box office achievement. Oh. Um, so we have Barbie. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, John Wick Chapter 4, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Oppenheimer, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Super Mario Brothers Movie, and Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Does it say what the accomplishments are or just like making a lot of money? They did not say what Hmm. it means. I'm curious. um, When are the Golden... I'm like, is Taylor going to go to the Golden Globes? Hmm for her movie I debut see, like, where it lines up with her oh it's january 7th so there could go wow yep. that's so soon it's right around the corner yeah that's early um okay so that's that one do we care about like best director nope uh greta gerwig was nominated for hell yeah Barbie. yeah i guess i just care about the women if there's any women Oh, and then I guess Bradley Cooper directed Maestro. Maestro. I'm just picking out names mm-hmm. that I actually recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the director for Past Lives, Celine Song, was nominated. Oh, okay, she gets good for her. Or Greta, I guess. Yeah. Um. Okay. Wow, well, let's get us. I literally seeing like award-winning films you know one movie yeah (laughs) and barbie Barbie, i don't feel as accomplished for barbie but that's okay um okay so let's get into the people um best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama bradley cooper for maestro leonardo dicaprio for killers of the flower moon coleman domingo for rustin i don't know what that is rustin Barry Keoghan for Saltburn. I wonder why yeah, Saltburn that's wasn't stinging jinx. for anything. Yeah, it wasn't should have been up for for drama or comedy even. Um, and then I don't. How do you say that guy's Cillian or Killian? I think Murphy. it's Killian. Yeah. Killian. Um, for Oppenheimer, and then Andrew Scott for All of Us Strangers. Mm, I'm going with Andrew Scott. He's the guy from Fleabag. Okay, great. I don't really care about any of those people. <laughs> They eliminate the category. <laughs> best actor. <laughs> um, and then we have best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. We have Annette Benning for Nyad. Oh, Nyad. yeah. The swimming movie. Oh, okay. Lily Gladstone, not to be confused with Joey Gladstone, um, mm-hmm. for Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall. Greta Lee for Past Lives, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, and Kaylee Spaney for Priscilla. 
Oh, I didn't know Carrie Mulligan was in Maestro. Maestro. Good for her. Uh, I'd liked Annette Benning, but I don't think she should win. Who was the second person again? Lily Gladstone, oh. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, I think that that's the Native woman. I think she should win. That's who I'm. That's who I'm voting for. Native American woman. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Next, we have. Um, best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Nicolas Cage for good old dream scenario. There you go. Kev. There it is. That's there the one. Mm-hmm. Um, Timothy Chalamet for Wonka. Matt Damon, Air. Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers. Joaquin Phoenix, Bo is Afraid. And Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. Delete category. Thank you. I'm giving it to Wonka. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Um. I do want to see that. Yeah. You could see it. I could. Mm-hmm. Watch me. Um, well, I'll wait and see if you actually do it. We'll see. Yeah. I, I also, I'm prioritizing Beyonce over that. Yes, definitely. Um, And then we have best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Oh, Fantasia Barino is in the color purple. Okay. Yeah. She's the main lady. This is her big comeback. Oh, that's cool. Good for her. And she's um, been looking amazing. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lawrence for No Hard Feelings, oh, Natalie yeah. Portman for May, December, Alma Poisty for Fallen Leaves, Margot Robbie for Barbie, Emma Stone for Poor Things. Oh, buddy. Hmm. One thing I'm curious. So they considered Natalie Portman lead actress. Right. Julianne Moore supporting. Oh, even Don't though she's. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the whole thing was about Natalie. Yeah. Um, who would you give it to? I might go Jennifer Lawrence. I loved her in that movie. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? I thought she was hysterical. Yeah. Oh, that movie was so cringy. I couldn't. It was so good. I literally saw it in the theaters. It was so weird. Okay. Um, I guess I'll give it. I'll just give it to Margot Robbie. Margot. Yeah. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, And then actor in a supporting role um we have willem dafoe for poor things robert de niro killers of the flower moon robert downey jr oppenheimer ryan gosling barbie charles melton may december and mark ruffalo poor things why is it like why are all the men the exact same that they've been for decades you know what i mean I don't, like robert, still are de nominating robert de niro <laughs> no i know the only thing he should have been nominated for was the intern thank you very much nancy the Myers. Intern and meet the fockers <laughs> i guess ryan gosling yeah i don't know um not super excited about anybody nope um, and then best performance by an actress in a supporting role. We have Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Ooh. Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, Jodie Foster, Nyad, Julianne Moore, May, December, Rosamund Pike for Saltburn, mm. and Devine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. Rosamund Pike. That's what I'm going for. Gone Girl. Okay. You heard it here. What about you? Um... I mean, I've only seen May, December, so I guess I'll give it to Julianne Moore. Nancy Donovan. She doesn't need to get every award. She's been winning a lot. Yeah. Then there's TV shows, and this is aren't there as well. Yeah, we didn't even get there yet. Jeez. Okay. Um. 
Okay, so television, let's get into it. For best television series, musical or comedy, the nominees are Abbott Elementary, mm. Barry, The Bear, Jury Duty, Only Murders in the Building, and Ted Lasso. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I would maybe give it to The Bear. Okay. Have you watched Jury Duty? It was so dumb. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like kind of People funny, love it. Like, yeah. I don't think that's like a Golden Globe worthy. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'd give it to Abbott Elementary maybe. I'm just like, I feel like obviously because these are series, they continue on longer. It's like the same shows get nominated. For years and years. Yeah. Um, yeah. This season like, of Only Murders. was nominated way yeah. back. Yeah. Um. I don't know if the bear has won any yet. I can't remember. Mm. They won a lot last year for their season one. Yeah. And then sometimes like they'll honor like a show, like maybe they would give it to Ted Lasso because it just ended. Right. Right. They sometimes will do stuff like that. Well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like maybe um, because Succession's nominated for drama, like Mm. maybe to Succession because it Mm -hmm. just ended. It's a very award winning show. Yeah, I forgot I started that, and I kind of liked it. Yeah, you should finish it. Oh, I need to maybe like just get to this. the last season. Yeah. Um. Okay. So for best television series drama, we have 1923. I don't even know what that is. Me neither. Um, The Crown, The Diplomat, mm. The Last of Us, The Morning Show, and Succession. Did you watch The Diplomat? I didn't. Did you? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's on Netflix. You might like it. Oh my God, I, who has the time? <laughs> you do, Ms. Gilmore Girls for the hundredth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I could try something. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Okay, I'm gonna need to like go through this. Li- like, get out yeah. my highlighter. Oh yeah, cross some things off. Cross some things off. I think okay. The Last of Us was good for this category. Um, morning show, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. None of them are like screaming at me. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into the people. So we have best performance by an actor for drama, um, Brian Cox, Succession, Kieran Culkin for Succession, Gary Oldman, Slow Horses, Pedro Pascal for The Last of Us, Jeremy Strong, Succession, and Dominic West for The Crown. Delete category. Gary Oldman, like, fucking uh, Serious Black. I'm giving it to Serious. <laughs> the prisoner of Azkaban himself. <laughs> um. Okay, so we'll go into actress, best actress for drama, um, Helen Mirren for 1923. Helen Mirren will never quit, will she? <laughs> She's, I mean, good for her, but like it's all of a sudden she pops back. It's like, you think she's done? Here she is, nominated 1923. What has she ever done to you? I nothing. I just feel like she's in a lot. Don't give it up, that old bat. Helen Mirren. Oh, 1923 is an American Western drama. We need to, we are done with Westerns, people. Wasn't she in the Yellowstone or whatever, too? Whatever the other Western know. one like, was. You yeah. must have some weird, like, I don't know. <laughs> Where do you think she's nominated for the Harry Potter trivia show <laughs> <laughs> as the host? <laughs> that should be box office winner right there. 
Helen Mirren does not give up. <laughs> She's literally everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. Next up. Um, oh, did I even get through all these? <laughs> I got so stuck on Helen. I didn't even get to number two nominee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You were like, all right, next category. Enough of <laughs> I was about to like, go to the, a new article. Okay. So next up, we have Bella Ramsey for The Last of Us. Wow. For The Diplomat, Sarah Snook for Succession, Imelda Staunton for The Crown. Oh, my God. Isn't that Umbridge? Umbridge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Emma Stone for The Curse. Um, wow, it's just so funny that Helen Mirren's literally 100 years old, and then the next person, Bella Ramsey's like 10. So it's just funny that they're what against a, each other. What a contrast. Um, um, I'll give it to Umbridge. What the hell? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Justice for Umbridge. Mm-hmm. Um, now we have best performance by an actress in a musical or comedy. Um, first up, we have uh, I don't know how to say her name. Ao Edebiri. Aduba, yeah. Nope. Oh, Ayo, isn't it the person from the bear? Yeah, but her last name's like Edebiri. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for the bear, Natasha Leone for Poker Face, Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Rachel. Oh my God, fucking Rachel Brosnahan for Marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> she will not give up. She's worse than Helen. She's way worse than Helen. I feel like, are we not over? Like, as much as I love Amy Sherman Palladino, like, well, I think wasn't this the last season? I think so. So we should be done. With also, it. you know who else better be nominated from that show? Miss hmm. Ungermeyer. Miss Ungermeyer. You, you better She's be one of supporting. Our time. Yeah. Miss Ungermeyer. Yeah. Um. And then Selena Gomez for Only Murders oh. in the Building. Oh, my God. Hell maybe yeah. Selena and Taylor, Taylor will go to the Globes together. I hope Selena wins. I love her so much. Yeah. I'm over being mad about her fake transplant. Yeah. I forgot about it, honestly. <laughs> I just got mad You know mad who about didn't it, forget though. about it? That girl. What? You know who huh? didn't forget about it? The girl who, you know, gave her the kidney. Francia Reza. That's right. Um, and then Elle Fanning for the great. Oh, she's good. I'd oh, that is good. Yeah, especially because it ended. That was like, that's another show we like forget that we were watching, and then mm-hmm. all like, oh, what's up? Put it on the great. Mm-hmm. It gets kind of like me. Yeah, um, it's overkill sometimes. Yeah, and then um, actor for musical or comedy, we have Bill Hader for Barry. How long has that show been going on? Dear Literally. God. Um, Steve Martin for Only Murders in the Building, Jason Siegel for Shrinking. That show's decent. It was good. It was that. really good. Oh my god, I too much. I need to like put down my phone and actually <laughs> watch all that shit. Um, Martin Short for Only Murders, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, and Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. This is another one where it's like these old mother effers have been nominated yeah. probably millions of times for these categories. I guess I'll give it to Jason Siegel, even though he's annoying. Yeah. Um, okay, now we have supporting actor in a television series. We have Billy Crudup for The Morning, Morning Show, Show. Mm-hmm. Matthew McFadden for Succession, James Marsden for Jury Duty. That is ridiculous. That should not have been. <laughs> <been. laughs> 
Um, we have Eben Moss Bachrock for the Bear, Alan Ruck for Succession, and Alexander Skarsgård for Succession. Delete category. Thanks. Who was Eben Moss Bachrock for the Bear? Uh, oh, that's um cousin. Okay. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um. Then best performance by supporting actress um, Elizabeth Debicki for the oh, crown. It should go to her for sure. Who is she? Princess Di. Oh shit! Okay. Um, Abby Elliott for the bear. Christina Ricci for Yellow Jackets. I never got. I didn't get through that. Um, and also my trial ended. I like Christina Ricci though. Yeah. Um, Jay Smith Cameron Succession. Meryl Streep Only Murders <gasps> in the Building. And Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso. Oh, tough category. Oof. I'm going to go with Meryl. Who is Abby Elliott? Oh, that's like the sister. Mm. Who did you say? Meryl. Meryl. Yeah, give it to Meryl. Mm -hmm. Just for old time's sake. Okay. This one's one of my favorite categories because I love a limited series or motion Mm -hmm. picture made for television. Mm -hmm. Um, So the nominees are... All the Light We Cannot See, Mm. Beef, Daisy Jones and the Six, Fargo, Fellow Travelers, and Lessons in Chemistry. I know what you're voting for. I'm going to give it to Daisy Jones and the Six. Yep, definitely. I'm going to go Fellow Travelers for the gay people. Oh, I don't even know what that is. It's new. It's a gay show. Good for them. Good for them for being nominated. Um. Yeah, that's like one that I've actually seen multiple in one category. So yeah, Whoa. that's me. Limited series herself. Um, nice. And then, oh god, now they do nominees for best Each performance for a limited series. Yeah. Okay, so actor for a limited series, Matt Bomer for Fellow Travelers, Sam Claflin for Daisy Jones and the Six, John Hamm Fargo, Woody Harrelson White House Plumbers. <laughs> David Oyelowo for Laman Bass Reeves, tongue twister. Wow. Yeah. And Stephen Young for Beef. Uh, delete category. Yeah, I'm not like. Um, and then for actress, we have Riley Keogh for Daisy Jones, Brie Larson for Lessons in Chemistry, Elizabeth Olsen for Love and Death. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Juno Temple for Fargo, Rachel White's for Dead Ringers, and Ali Wong for Beef. Let's give it to Ms. Olsen for Mary-Kate and Ashley. I'll give it to Miss uh, Presley. Miss Presley? Is, like, Riley Keogh is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Oh, really? Uh-huh. What, is she, what show is she in? The, like, main girl from Daisy Jones and the Six. Whoa, that's Elvis's granddaughter. Yeah. Priscilla's wow. daughter? Oh, uh-huh. Priscilla's granddaughter, I guess. Grand- yeah wow um okay oh my gosh we made it through there we go okay golden globes and actually our next episode will probably be on january 4th or so so we'll be getting ready to to have the golden globes that weekend that's kind of crazy right around the golden globes um it's time i oh you know what is crazy oh you know what on our just on our january 6th Oh, not January 6th. <laughs> our, I love <laughs> that it's January 6th. At our January 4th uh, 
party for our, our five-year anniversary of this podcast, we can do our New Year's resolutions because we usually like to go through those and we'll check okay, in about yeah. last year's news. Can't wait to check out my notebook from last year. <laughs> <laughs> Socialize more or like be more, I don't I'm know, not friendly even or something. Yeah. I'm not even going to try this year. <laughs> Uh, so this will be episode 279, if you can even believe it, Ooh. and we will be celebrating our 280th episode with our friends on January 4th, not January 6th, at nope. Karaoke Lounge. Everybody get excited. Everybody's invited, except for there's only spots for 10 people, so not all of our listeners rush the the you know the place at the same time, yeah, please. Yeah, don't go too crazy also like respect our privacy like paparazzi please keep it to like a minimum like yeah we're just it's trying a to quiet be real neighborhood. People. we don't yeah. want to disturb anything so maybe uh, for the 10 year we'll rent out the grove and have like paparazzi and red carpet and oh stuff yeah like, like we'll is. definitely we'll be ready for like a red because people will probably release a documentary about us yes. at that point right right movie so, yeah absolutely that'd be such right. a boring documentary <laughs> oh um so what what do our listeners need from me today oh yes okay i thank you for bringing it up i have these up and i completely forgot all right <clears throat> as you all know last episode we started a new segment called ask lizzie and it's for your for advice for anything going on in your life you know work life relationships like anything so we got three new anonymous submissions this week, and we're going to go wow. through them. And some of these are kind of like uh, holiday themed. So, oh, um, great. You know, because the holidays are coming this up. They're kind stressful. of like our holiday episode. You yeah. Know? Okay. Uh, this one says, uh, ask Lizzie. <clears throat> Dear Lizzie, I love hosting family gatherings, but I'm tired of doing all the work. My husband and I have a blended family, each with three grown children and 11 grandchildren. Wow. Who luckily wow. live within two miles of us. Who luckily, I'm not sure about that. We love to celebrate holidays together. So we have hosted numerous family dinners on Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, birthdays, etc. While we like to entertain such each family separate and or together, we are in our 70s. Wow, we have some elderly listeners. That's <laughs> we have a 70 year old writing in. We are in our 70s, and doing this gets costly and extremely time-consuming. Case in point, we host an annual Easter picnic and egg hunt for everyone. We rent a large shelter, fill hundreds of eggs with candy, coins, and prepare for a huge dinner. We decorate, transport all food, beverages, etc. to the shelter. We invite everyone at least 30 days in advance. Our frustration is that only one family will ask to bring a dish to help. Everyone else just shows up empty-handed for the picnic. This is, uh, this is for every get-together. How do we tell them in a nice way that they are old enough to lend a hand in a timely manner? Wow. That's pretty pathetic of their family no, to not want to and like expect yeah. their kids and grandkids to do uh like nothing. Mm -hmm. Um I would say I mean when you're like I love a good list. Mm -hmm. So I think if I were them I would make like a sign up sheet or something. Mm. So, like, you could be like, these are all the things we need, but, like, if you don't bring them, like, it's not going to be there. Good luck. Mm. You know? Like, if you want to, just thinking Christmas, like, if you want a Christmas ham, like, somebody else has to do. Like, if you want yeah. the grandparents to, like, host 
Christmas, like that's what you need to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe start thinking of almost sort of like a succession plan. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're getting older, Mm -hmm. like maybe let's, you know, maybe if there's one um, other family, like maybe they enjoy hosting or like they have a nice house or whatever, like maybe just bring up in conversation like, hey, like this is getting to be a lot for Mm -hmm. us. Like we're getting older, like maybe let's figure out like a new play, like a new tradition going forward. So I think, you know, it might be a hard conversation, like people don't like change, Mm -hmm. but I think it's really like for the best. And then it won't be like, then, you know, grandma can make her special fruitcake and bring it over, you know? That was great advice. I definitely a succession plan needs to happen. Succession yeah. plan. Yep. And then maybe you'll be nominated for a Golden Globe next year for your show, yeah. Succession. succession. Yeah. Yep. All right. Number two. My boyfriend moved in and now I feel like his mom. Dear Lizzie. Uh, oh, wait. This one's kind of weird. Okay. Uh, I let my boyfriend of almost two years move in due to him getting kicked out of his brother's place. Uh oh. I wasn't sure of the idea, but the thought of paying half of everything seemed nice while trying to rebuild our relationship. It's been about a month, and I feel like his mom and I don't trust him. He lies oh. about dumb things like who is dropping off him at work or picking him up. I pay for all the groceries and pick up the house or do our laundry, etc. I feel like his mother more than his girlfriend. I want things to work, but I'm tired of the lies and feeling like this. What should I do? You know what? Also, you can tell somebody's like, you know, background when they say I pick up the house. Like, okay. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you're cleaning up, I think. <laughs> right. Red up the house. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it? That's it. That's it. What should okay, I do? Well, I was just, I think that maybe like aside from the house tasks, we might have some other underlying mm-hmm. issues in the yeah. relationship. Like it seems like we have some, like maybe some things that were falling through the cracks mm-hmm. because we didn't live together. Like, I feel like there might be some shadier things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would maybe focus on addressing that kind of stuff before worrying about the house things. Um, because I mean, I, I don't know if it's, it's probably not all guys, but like, I feel like a lot are bad at that kind of stuff and they need to be like told mm. how to do things because they just never learn properly. I can speak from example <laughs> from my life, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think, I don't think the, you know, living conditions laundry is really like the root of your mm. problems here mm-hmm. i would say you need to like address some you know the lying that's mm-hmm. you know it's not a great uh great thing that's going on so i think i would maybe have a conversation about that first definitely yeah um yeah i feel we, like some of these things like when people are putting in these submissions like that's not really the issue right like right they're like beating around like what the actual like what they really want out of it they're like they're basically being like is my relationship valid Mm -hmm. (laughs) like is this gonna work like and then they you know want to try to solve it through this other simpler thing but yeah right we're here to dig deep you know no truly and sometimes you need that other perspective to see how deep you need to dig yeah yeah all right number three This will be my first sober Christmas, and I'm terrified. Oh, man. Uh, 
Dear Lizzie, I am dreading the holidays. This will be my first sober Christmas and I'm terrified. I'm a 32-year-old single female alcoholic and addict. I think I'm dreading Christmas for a few reasons. Last year I got uh, a DUI right before Christmas and because of money and humiliation and COVID, I didn't fly home for Christmas. My family knows about the DUI and they know I went to rehab this summer. They have been supportive for the most part, and I but I haven't seen them since going to rehab. And the last time I did see them, it was awkward. I have a lot of anxiety around seeing my extended family more than my immediate family. I don't want to have to explain myself or talk about it with them. I am just not ready. Also, my family is a big wine family, and I know it will be weird if I'm the only adult not drinking. Where I live, I have a pretty good support system, and I'm scared about being away and feeling alone. It's also my first Christmas with my family after breaking up with my boyfriend of four years. Jesus Christ. Do you think it's a bad idea for me to go? I don't know if I should come up with an excuse or just suck it up. I love them. I miss them, but it's giving me so much anxiety. Uh, That's hard. Lots going on Mm -hmm. for you. Um. I would say just to address that last question, like I think you need to just rip the bandaid and go because mm. the longer you go, like if it's a priority for you to like be with your family at some point, like mm-hmm. sooner is better than later because there's just going to be like more questions if you wait, I think. Um, I'm trying. Okay. There were, there were a lot of elements. Um, that's good that you, um, you're not as worried about seeing your immediate family. Mm -hmm. Like they know what's going on. So I would maybe like express your anxieties to your immediate family. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to the event with your extended family, they can like help you out a little Mm bit and like release, you know, if you look like you could have like a signal or something, like if you're in an awkward conversation with, you know, aunt so-and-so like, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe your sibling or something can like come help you out a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that would be, and like, I get it. Like I'm miss social anxiety and like alcohol (laughs) definitely helps with that kind of stuff. Um, and I guess if your family's like a big wine drinker and maybe just like have some kind of drink in your hand that maybe looks like it could be alcohol. So Mm. there's not really like a question about like, Oh, you know, why you're not drinking, you know, trick them. So maybe do that just to like, um, Ease. And also, just like nobody says you have to stay at your yeah. thing for like, so long. Right. Be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to put in my time, see mm-hmm. everyone for like a couple hours and just go home. Like, yeah. I think that's totally, totally. I think the holidays are stressful in general. Mm-hmm. Like, you're people that you don't normally see. And like, it's like all the jokes about Thanksgiving. Like, you're immediately interrogated about like your job and who mm-hmm. you're dating and all this other shit. So, like, you're not alone in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just, you know, that's how I go through most situations. I'm like, let's get through this as quickly as possible. <laughs> you know what else about the holidays is like, I think I definitely have the spotlight syndrome. Like, I think I'm going to go there and everybody's going to be like, oh my gosh, what's going on with this? And how's that? And what are you doing? And what are all these things? And then you Same. go and you're sitting there for three hours and nobody literally talks nobody to you for two seconds. Like, <laughs> like people do not have the time of day to even like ask you anything. Like or they you do like not care. They know this one thing about you and they have no idea. Oh, you know, and if people are going to be talking about your drinking and stuff and rehab, they're going to do it behind your back. They're not going to do it to your face. No, Unless, they're going to like, yeah. If they have like decent social cues, mm-hmm. which like probably not all family members do, but like if they have any sense of anything, you just like, 
honestly pretend like it didn't happen <laughs> well to lizzie's That's what point, i would like, do definitely leave before too much wine is drunk because then people will oh, ask and annoying questions yeah yeah go early have the tipsy Maybe drive yourself if yep. you can and then like get have the an f out of there mm-hmm. um and yeah go in with some allies you know give yeah. people a heads up that you're a little anxious about it and maybe they can help out um that's a wrap lizzie thank you so much for that oh advice my gosh, no problem I and hope so many I like intergenerational to... folks today putting in submissions i know that's really i'm glad that we can get and you know what i hope it helps some of our other listeners too maybe they're in similar situations no definitely for real so with that are we done are we <laughs> done <it>. here yep <laughs> this is a long one is it over now <laughs> is it over now um Cool. Well, happy holidays to all of our listeners. Absolutely. Um, as you know, we're going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus coming up. Um, you might get some content of Kevin and I together next weekend. Yes, so you will. Super exciting, but not like a traditional episode. Maybe some TikToks. So mm-hmm, head on definitely. over to TikTok. Um, yeah. Any, do you have anything else you need to say? Any grievances to air? Uh, well, I just love all of you so much. Love our listeners. Love my co-host, Elizabeth. And oh, we just good. have so much fun doing these. And just take some time off, you know, to yourself to rest, relax, r- like unwind. And absolutely, we might be on like the morning show, Good Morning America next week, because we're going to be get, you know, brought up on stage for Wicked and having to like sing and all that stuff. So it's going to be a nice heartfelt journey for us finally getting our Broadway debut. So just keep your yeah. eyes out for that. Yeah, look out for that. Kathy like all the major news outlets will be on it so (laughs) wherever you need to go it'll be there okay all right everyone thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of that's the worst make sure you follow us on all of our social media at that's the worst pod on instagram threads and tiktok and make sure you subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts and we are kevin lizzie and that was literally the worst see ya bye happy holidays jingle jangle